Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Gateway Rescue Mission, meeting the physical and spiritual needs of the homeless right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Check us out at www.gatewaymission.org. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. And join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbert in the Element Wealth Studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Kicking off a brand new week and joining us now to get the show started is Dawn McVeigh. She's the Small Business uh, Director, I should say, of Mississippi and Louisiana for the National Federation of Independent Small Business. Dawn, good to see you again. Hey, good morning. Glad to be on. You bet. So uh, it seems to be the buzz on everybody's mind these days, and that is the price of gas and inflation and employment and hiring and all of these uh, economic concerns. What are you hearing from your members? Well, it's just getting frustrating. You know, we have continued to see uh, a rise in gas prices. They they start to decline, and then you see it go back up. And inflation just isn't easing at all. So it's really frustrating for our folks. They're uh, they're reporting that they're having to raise their wages. I think last time we spoke, they were doing that, and uh, unfortunately, it hasn't let up. Uh, you know, usually if they have to. If they have to do something to raise, you know, raise prices, it's it's not a good scenario to start with. So then whenever they can't even get a break on the back end of, okay, they're raising prices, but they're still experiencing inflation, it's just hard to make the bottom line work. Yeah. Well, what about just the uh, constraint of labor that has been, it seems like that's been the top issue for the last year, but now that seems to have eased a bit? And uh and, and, a bit. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. We we are we we're seeing that their uh labor force is continuing participation is continuing to rise, which is really positive. Yeah. Uh you, you know, lower unemployment rates, you're seeing labor participation come up and that will help long run uh with with the ability for small business owners to get back to running their businesses instead of doing the jobs in their businesses. Yeah. Well, uh, so we went from this period where everybody was just screaming for labor. That's And there's still a constrained issue, it seems like. There's obviously more jobs available than there are people that want to work, and we still see a lot of job postings and now hiring signs and so forth. Although some of the big tech out in Silicon Valley are starting to shed some of their, some of their labor, I think in anticipation of a slowdown in the economy. But you indicated right off the bat that inflation seems to be in the, just the cost of inputs. And, of course, when you're hiring people in a constrained labor environment, 
the employees kind of have an upper hand there, and that causes the employers to often have to uh, raise their pay just to be competitive and to get labor. But here's the question for you. That is a little bit of a background. What are you hearing from your members as far as those who are just absorbing these higher input costs and those who do have uh, some discretion in their pricing and they're able to pass that on to consumers? Yeah, you see a lot of um, the construction industry is a great example. We are, we're hearing from them that they are raising their their prices 80 percent of them are telling us they're raising their prices okay so that's in the construction industry they have to pass that along right so you see those higher numbers in retail you get a little bit different response folks are economies of scale basically you know depending on what they're selling they have the ability to be flexible so you'll consider you'll Continue, I think, to see that so the impact of inflation, especially in the restaurant industry, retail. Um, but they can only, like you said, absorb so much. So yeah. think about think about your everyday dry cleaner who has a delivery service. At what point, you know, if they're delivering, you know, the price of gas, the price of uh, doing the input, doing the cleaning, what are they, what are they really getting out of it on the back end, you know, and pay, paying their employees? So you have a lot of folks that are really small employers who are having to revamp, look at what makes sense for their business model at this point. Are you hearing any reports from, uh, especially uh, restaurant restaurants establishments that cater to folks eating out? They're saying, you know, people aren't coming in as much anymore because they're trying to to limit their driving, uh, so as to limit their expense of gas. Not a ton. You still see uh, uh, owners reporting that they the consumers are coming in. They they haven't seen a huge slowdown in okay. foot traffic and business. So that's positive um, from what from what we're hearing on the ground from our members. But I think it'll be interesting to see as the summer goes on if, it, if that kind of changes. Yeah, you know, I, I heard reports uh, anecdotally from friends talking about uh, the coastal areas, which, of course, draw a lot of vacationers this time of year, saying it's just packed. And I wonder if that's just because people kind of ignored the fact that the price of gas and everything else has increased dramatically, and they just had it in their minds, I've been locked up, I've been planning on this, I'm going to get out and and go ahead and splurge here and spend that money and enjoy the vacation. But then after that, say, okay, i got to start cutting back. I, I wonder if that's on the horizon, and, and I guess the question would be, from your membership's perspective, what what are they? What's their sentiments in terms of the remainder of the year? What do they feel like is in store for them? Well, our optimism has remained at an all time low. Fifty percent, a net negative fifty percent wow. of our members feel that things will improve. So wow. that that should tell you exactly how they feel about okay. it. Yeah, it's a forty eight year forty eight year high low, I guess wow. technically. Yeah. So. You know, we are really disappointed to see that kind of continuing. It has not improved. And that's kind of what we ask them is, what do you see the next six months looking like? So, well, What are they asking for from a policy perspective? Is there anything in particular that uh, the organization, NFIB, is uh, really pushing to get through at either the state level or the federal level? 
Yeah, I think you see, you know, after the legislative session, we talked about, you know, the income tax cut there in Mississippi, and we are hopeful to see what that does to the economy there locally uh, after the first of the year. And people knowing that a tax cut will be, they'll see that on their bottom line, and that'll help help on planning on the planning side. Um, at the national level, we're, you know, pushing the do no harm. Uh, we are fortunate in Mississippi to have a very pro-business legislature and governor, and uh, we're lucky to have them. But in Congress, you know, there's a mixed bag up there. And whenever they talk about tax increases, they talk about uh, new opportunities to uh, sue employers, new opportunities to have, you know, frivolous lawsuits that are really a big problem for small businesses. You know, we've talked about before that having a lawyer up and having to deal with that. And there's a, a yeah. few different things, different wage and hour theft issues that uh, bills that are being promoted by the, by the far left that would really be detrimental to small business. So we're hopeful that they won't pass those and, um, and put small business owners in a box on that. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. I, I totally agree. It's it's hard enough to make ends meet and produce a profit in a small business without having to constantly worry about what else is the government going to drop on me i got to deal with. Because even if you can deal with it, it still costs money to accommodate all these rules and regulations and so forth. It still costs money uh, to deal with it, and I think that sometimes gets overlooked. What about health care premiums? We just got through talking about that as a as a possible news item here um, in the network, in the Supertalk network, in our planning session this morning. What are you hearing from your members there? I mean, they're, all the insurers are, are warning everybody premiums are going up. They're already high. They're already crazy. It's been frustrating for the past several years for small business owners to deal with the cost of health care. You know, since the ACA was passed, you know, they they several members had to report it having to cut off uh, health benefits that they were offering to their to their employees because of the impacts of that. And it hasn't eased up. It, it just hasn't let up. The cost of health care continues to rise and the, health, the cost of insurance premiums continues to rise. And so that's where, you know, for small business owners, if they're looking to be competitive and they're trying to offer a, a package to to their to their employees, they need to be able to have the opportunity to offer health benefits to be able to compete with the bigger guys, right? So we, it's such a complicated problem, and we don't know what the answer is, but we need some relief on the health care front, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Don, always a pleasure talking to you. Appreciate you joining us here on Middays, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon. Thank you. Don McVeigh, National Federation of Independent Small Businesses. Uh, Don serves as the director for Mississippi and Louisiana. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We'll come right back to the Element Well Studios. Stay with us.
This is Michael Cassidy. I've spent my career as a fighter pilot in the Navy, and now I'm running for Congress in the Republican primary here in Mississippi's 3rd District. Our district represents the best of America. We're pro-life, pro-American, and pro-Trump. But Congressman Guest has not upheld these principles. Congressman Guest voted to give $1.1 billion of your taxpayer dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. He's voted to bring in an unlimited number of foreign workers that take our jobs and suppress our wages. And he was one of the few Republicans to join Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in voting for the January 6th Commission. Unlike guests, I oppose sending even one penny of your money to Planned Parenthood. I support securing our border, limiting foreign worker visas, a moratorium on legal immigration, and banning foreign ownership of U.S. land. I'll fight to fix our country's broken election system and get President Trump back in the White House in 2024. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-Trump, America first Republican running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. A stronger, healthier Mississippi starts with the right managed care. Managed with integrity. Amerigroup brings over 30 years of experience partnering with Medicaid programs throughout the country and a deep commitment to Mississippi. So far, we've invested over $3 million to improve the overall health of our communities. Amerigroup of Mississippi. Managed care. Managed with integrity. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Bob Boyd Honda is the place in Mississippi for Honda certified pre-owned. Honda True Certified Plus guarantees you get all the benefits of joining the Honda family. Thanks to our extensive warranty, every Honda certified pre-owned vehicle comes with peace of mind. And a thorough multi-point inspection with a downloadable vehicle report from Honda. So you see what we see. Find us online at BobBoydHonda.com. Or swing by and let's get you a deal. deal. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are coming at you live today from the Element Well Studios. 
Today, of course, is the 78th anniversary of D-Day, the day when the Allied forces stormed the beaches of Normandy. Wow. Hard to believe it's been 78 years. Perhaps in the movies, best portrayed by Saving Private Ryan, the full feature film. Who could forget that opening scene there? That's pretty realistic. It's best you could do, I think, oh, yeah. from a Hollywood perspective, with the technology available at the time. It's before a, that, the the argument could be made the the biggest movie featuring D-Day was the longest day. Yeah, I agree. With a star-studded cast. Sure was. Even had people like Sean Connery before he was James Bond. Yeah, with hair. <laughs> how, much, how many years separate those two movies? 50, maybe? 40, Gotta be. Yeah, exactly. A little difference in the technology available. One of the things I, I guess I always reflect on is President Franklin Delano Roosevelt's prayer on D-Day. Oddly enough, only 36 years oh, difference. okay. The longest day was made in 62, and Saving Private Ryan was made in 98. Okay. I knew Private Ryan was in the 90s. For some reason, I thought 40s. I had down for uh, the late 40s, uh, early 50s for, I thought it was right after. But, okay, great. Yeah. But, you know, 60s, I guess, is when a lot of the kind of World War II movies were made, it seems like, huh? That's when the the sort of golden age of coming out of that, the golden age of Hollywood, 50s, 60s. Yeah, you had a, a big uptick in them during the war, and then after the war, there was a, a bit of a decrease with a rise in the Western. Yeah, that's and, right. And then you saw both the Western and the war movie competing, kind of like you have the mm. the Marvel movies versus whatever the soup du jour is today in the box office. That's tr- probably true. The, um, the president at the time, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Folks didn't have televisions like they did, so he, like they do today. So he went to the radio airwaves to deliver a prayer that was ostensibly written by him with some help, I believe, from his daughter, if I'm not mistaken, as he was involved in that. And, you know, regardless of what you think about FDR, and I'm certainly no big fan of his public policy. What do you see? Was it his daughter? Did I have that right? It's like it was somebody's family. Anyhow, the prayer is um, timeless. And you got to wonder today, honestly, and I hate to turn this into a political issue, but it, it still has to cross your mind. You have a fairly staunch, hardcore Democrat president in FDR, a big government president, who um, wrote this prayer and delivered it, and his imploring of the Almighty to watch over our troops and to guide them and to deliver victory, you just wonder if you'd get a Democrat president today. I mean, I know that Joe Biden 
customarily will say, God bless our troops at the conclusion of his speeches. But you just wonder if you'd get a prayer like this today, if we were faced with similar circumstances. And it's... FDR was a very articulate individual, no doubt about it. Contrast him to the present president. And... You read that prayer, and it's just, I thought it was perfect. It was so well done. And he, um, of course, what does he call it? The mighty endeavor, I think. Yeah. That's that's kind of the phrase that sticks out. But in the third paragraph, Almighty God, our sons, pride of our nation, this day have set upon a mighty endeavor a struggle to preserve our republic, our religion, and our civilization, and to set free a suffering humanity. I don't think you'd get that today. No. Out of a Democrat president. Sadly. So again, this is a situation where, forget party, forget party conflict, forget politics, forget the next election cycle. My gosh. We're sending kids to their death. That's just a fact. And so we're calling on the Almighty to help, to guide, to deliver victory in this case, because losing would have certainly changed the outcome of this planet by a lot. Incredible. But anyhow, it is important... Is it not that we reflect upon this day, the sacrifices of those? Sitting ducks, man. Dropping them off on those landing craft, lowering the gate. They're just sitting ducks in the water. In hindsight, 2020, looking back, we see that it was a success. We see that all the, the time and planning and effort that went into the operation was successful, but that was not a guarantee by any stretch. Right. In fact, Eisenhower was so worried about the failure of the D-Day landings that he felt it necessary to stop, take a minute, and write out his thoughts in case he had to give a speech, in case it failed. And they've got a copy of it at his presidential library. Thank you for pointing that out. It's absolutely true. And... You're you're right in that, and it's hard to believe, right, that the general of the Army would be writing a defeat speech like that, in, in essence. I've got it was. right here. It's, it's very short. It says, this is what he would have said if the landings at D-Day had failed. Our landings in the Cherbourg Hive area have failed to gain a satisfactory foothold, and I have withdrawn the troops. My decision, underlined, To attack at this time and place was based upon the best information available. The troops, the air, and the Navy did all that bravery and devotion to duty could do. If any blame or fault attaches to the attempt, it is mine alone. Triple underlined. Can I just make a statement here? Where did the leaders go? That's a leader. And once again, forget party. Just think about, just encapsulate that. In what it is, it's a leader saying no matter what happens, I am responsible. 
How refreshing. How novel. Excuse me. The uh, My decision to attack was not underlined. That was him striking out this particular operation to write in my decision to attack. Okay. Taking even more responsibility. Got you. And that was commonplace, it seems, in a bygone era. That's what we expected, what we demanded, what we got out of leaders. And it doesn't matter what they're leading. In this case, it's the Army. But when's the last time you saw a leader at that level actually come out and say, it's me, it's all me, I did it? And I'm generalizing. I'm sure there are some examples. It just doesn't seem to happen a lot. Now we even take to social media to tell everybody, it's not my fault, right? Putin price hike. (laughs) And I'm not just laying that at Joe Biden. It, It pervades our politics, unfortunately, because it's... And maybe we as a public are to some extent culpable in the creation of that blameless, nothing-sticks-to-you, Teflon-type environment, because as soon as somebody does that, see, I told you, he admitted it, and the next thing you know, your political opponent is just blasting that all over the world. See, they took responsibility. They said it was their fault. Well, yeah, because that's what good leaders do. And And it's not so much important that you accept responsibility as it is, you always accompany that with your plan to correct whatever problem that caused. And I guarantee you that Dwight D. Eisenhower was already thinking about that. What's next? How do we mitigate this? How do we manage through this? Guarantee you. I just like to see more of that. That's all. That's the soapbox for today. We're in the Element Well Studios here on Middays. It is June 6th, the 78th anniversary of D-Day. God bless those troops who went into harm's way, many of whom lost their lives to preserve our freedoms. We'll come right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 71. Your Tuesday, sunny skies and hot, high near 95. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 72. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 95. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. 
take in the excitement of the return of Embraves baseball this season with one of our Flex Ticket packages. Flex Tickets are the perfect solution for your busy schedule, giving you flexibility on which games you attend. Plus, offer discounts from our day of game pricing. Flex Tickets come in 4 to 35 game bundles and start at just $55. Guarantee your seat to our biggest nights of the season with a Flex Ticket package from the Mississippi Braves. To get yours, call 888-BRAVES-4. Or for more information, visit MississippiBraves.com. Let's play. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. It's time to transcend the ordinary and expect more with Mazda of Jackson. Right now, get 1.9% financing on select 2022 Mazdas in stock. That's right, 1.9% APR on select 2022 models, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And the all-new 2023 Mazda CX-50s are arriving. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 2 150,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today and transcend the ordinary and expect more, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Visit our state-of-the-art facility located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. See dealer for details with free credit on select models. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Polls will be open from 7 to 7 tomorrow as voters choose their congressional nominees leading into the November general election. Voters are required to show photo ID, but if you don't have that, you'll be entitled to cast an affidavit ballot. Secretary of State Michael Watson explained why you're prohibited from taking pictures of your marked ballot. I think, you know, led up to this is, is folks that may have been, uh, look, I'm going to give you $10 if you go in there and take a picture of your ballot and you vote for my buddy. It's making sure that we don't allow or encourage or, uh, you know, help folks with the process of getting paid to go vote or getting bribed or coerced somehow. There are contested GOP races in each of Mississippi's four districts. The third district is the only one where the Democrat is running unopposed. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends' jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. 
Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. everyone to Midday's Super Talk Mississippi. We are in the Element Well Studios on this June the 6th. So we just had on Friday, we had the Ode to Billy Joe, and on June the 6th, of course, 78th anniversary of D-Day. We've been talking about that a little bit this morning. Gary and Meridian says on the ceasefire text line, which of course is 601-879-4395, he says, my uncle survived Normandy, and when he saw Saving Private Ryan, he was moved to tears. He said, except for the smells and intense volume, it was as realistic as possible. It's difficult to reproduce the smell of burning flesh. Well, that's... uh, that's about as descriptive, I think, as you could get about it. And thank your uncle for his service to this country, Gary. Uh, I can imagine. If uh, It's easy to imagine that someone who actually was there and served would be moved to tears. I think that is a tribute and a testament to just how realistic uh, the film was. And watching it in surround sound, which hadn't been around too long, for the home at that point on DVD, is uh, is quite the experience, for sure. I think it enhances it. That's Unfortunately, that sort of technology did not exist when The Longest Day was made. You can imagine what that would be like if it were in the same sort of, use the same sort of cin- cinematography equipment and audio equipment and so forth. It would be incredible as well. But also the the censorship that was around in the 60s yeah. compared to the 90s. True. Yeah, that's you good could point. not have shown the opening sequence of Saving Private Ryan in a movie theater in the 60s without some sort of outcry. Yeah, I think that's probably right. But nonetheless, appreciate that. Karen in Oxford says, on days like today when we honor our brave, I think of what kind of country we would be right now. Had they not been the heroes, they all are. We need to do more of that and be the kind of American citizens that are worth the sacrifice they made. I agree. The best thing we can do, Karen, is is to honor their sacrifice, their legacy, is to preserve the freedom they fought to protect. I totally agree. And that's why... I guess we go a little crazy. I certainly do on the program when I see things that I believe pose a challenge to the preservation of those freedoms. I call those out. And 
in the hope that maybe a few people listening are on board with that. I know there are. I know they, they align. But we as citizens have, have got to do our duty to ensure that. And that starts, by the way, right on tomorrow, because tomorrow is primary day. Get out and vote. June the 7th, primary day across Mississippi and some other states as well. Hard to believe, but just around the corner, it will be midterm time, and all eyes will be focused on that, for sure. That's going to be fun. Look forward to that. See where all that goes. You would expect at this point that the Republicans would shift the balance in the in the House, and most political pundits are guessing anywhere from 20 to 30 seats gained by the Republicans. I think the the balance right now, it's a little fluid because there are 435 members and there seems like there's always someone out or open seats. It's, it's a little fluid, but last I checked, five, I think, is the balance of power. Democrats have a five-seat advantage. And then over there in the Senate, you all know it's 50-50. And Vice President Kamala Harris owns the tie-breaking vote. 50-50. Of course, so much, so much policy that does not fit procedurally within the rules of passing legislation under budget reconciliation, through budget reconciliation, it's not passable in the Senate without the 60 votes to overcome the filibuster. The problem is, if you get 51 votes in the Senate to, to to kill the filibuster, well, then legislation could be passed in the upper chamber on a simple majority. At this point, Senators Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema have pushed back on that idea, and thus much of Joe Biden's policy plans have been iced, impossible to pass. And that's something that you often hear folks say, well, you got the the White House, the House, and the Senate. You had the time. You had the chance at that point, just like uh, the Republicans did at some point, to ram through all this legislation. But the reality is, without ending the filibuster, you're very limited on what you can do. And I think that that environment seems to drive presidents to – get their pen, pen and a phone, as Barack Obama said, and issue executive orders. We've seen that regardless of party affiliation. Kind of, I don't know if it's fair to say abuse, because you can always go challenge that in court, and you can challenge it legislatively as well, but certainly let's say it's caused them to be more aggressive in their use of the pen and an executive order move to put stuff through they can't get through otherwise to make it happen. I think what we're all kind of waiting for right now from an EO perspective is any action on student loans. More buzz about that over the weekend. Whether or not Joe Biden is going to get his pen and sign an executive order, it is widely believed that he would do so to... Uh, essentially 
eliminate $10,000. It's kind of the figure being tossed around, but just forgive $10,000 of outstanding student debt for those who would qualify. I don't think that's politically popular, honestly. I don't know that that would... Well, the right doesn't like it, and the far left doesn't like it, so... Yeah. yeah, it's politically unpopular. Yeah, far left, we should point out, doesn't like it because it's not enough. Yeah, it's they not 50000 yeah. It's not 100000 And they're insisting on that. Uh, AOC actually published a video, tweeted a video a few days ago where she talked about that, and she seemed so down in the dumps. She just made the point that it's so dysfunctional here and we can't get anything through, and she's blaming her party, the moderates in her party, mainly Manchin and Cinema, for blocking much of the agenda over there in the Senate. Oh, we just can't get anything through. Actually, sprinkles a little profanity in their video as well, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. She's so also. Rhino, I uh, may have a video I sent you, a little exchange between Jerry Nadler and Representative Thomas Massey of Kentucky. Jerry Nadler, of course, from, is he Illinois? I think he's from Illinois. And they had a little exchange about... New York. New York, thank you. Yes, I should have known that. Uh, A little exchange about 18-year-olds being eligible to purchase guns, and it it, it kind of took a turn I don't think most folks were expecting. Here we go. Um, we recognize different ages for different purposes. We recognize 18 for the draft. We recognize uh, 16 for driving in some states. We recognize uh, uh, 21 for drinking. Um, so we recognize different ages for different purposes. That's, that's all I want to say. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Could I have a second to engage that? Certainly. Would, I'll, I'll would, yield to the gentleman from Kentucky. Would, would the chairman join me in co-sponsoring a bill to raise the draft age to 21? No. And, but the chairman feels that their brains aren't fully formed at 18, 19, and 20. The, 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 the research does indicate that in certain respects, but the Selective Service uh, needs, I mean, if... if if the country needs people, it needs people. It needs people whose brains aren't fully formed? In certain respects, yes. Uh, I yield back. <laughs> Hoping that mine is fully formed at 40. <laughs> I, I, I hope so. Do you, Mr. Gates? I hope so. Yeah, we won't put that to a vote. He got a little stump there. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, Massey makes a decent point there. Oh, we can give him a war weapon and enlist them in the armed forces and send them away in harm's way, send them out to harm's way to defend the country. Yeah, I thought it was a good point Massey made there. But you know it is because Nadler, he's crawfishing there, isn't he? He's he's squirming and (laughs) stuttering, didn't know what to say. Touche for Thomas Massey. Break time here on Middays. We'll come right back. Final segment, Hour 1, from the Element Well Studios.
Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. I'm Michael Cassidy. Tuesday's Republican primary isn't just a choice between congressman guests and myself. It's your chance to say no to the January 6th commission that guests voted for, to say no to the billion dollars that guests gave Planned Parenthood, and to say no to guests sending over $50 billion to Ukraine while Americans are suffering at home. Please vote for me, Michael Cassidy, and say yes to our conservative Mississippi values in Tuesday's Republican primary. I'm Michael Cassidy, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Cassidy for Congress. This is Dr. Will Lumflett with Capital Dental. At Capital Dental, we want to be your one stop for comprehensive family dentistry for your family's dental needs. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men and a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This is the opening agri-market report. It's the open of the New York Cotton Exchange. July cotton was up 277 to 140.95. December cotton was up 154 to 119.44. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade July soybeans were down six and three quarters to 1691 per bushel. August soybeans were down five and three quarters to 1628 per bushel. July corn was up nine and a half to 736 and a half per bushel. September corn was up eight and a half to 709 and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, August live cattle was up 20 to 134.05. October live cattle was up 20 to 139.90. August feeders down 80 to 173.07. September feeders down 102 to 175.27. At the open, the Dow Jones is up 289 points, 33,189. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Why join Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation if I'm not a farmer? Let's start with the valuable discounts on vehicles, travel, farm equipment, and much more all of which would cover the cost of your membership. Throw in the insurance products, smarter banking, and agricultural advocacy, and the choice is clear. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. In a world that's a little simpler comes the tale of Veltima fungicide. Swift, simple, and secure. It's a corn-growing story without all the drama, unless you add totally epic music, really random sound effects, and a cool announcer guy. Get ready for the blockbuster yields of the summer with Veltima fungicide from BASF. Coming soon to a field near you. Always read and follow label directions. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. So I know that the election of the president is uh, a couple years off. A little less than a couple years, but um, nonetheless. A little Seems more. like it's going to take forever. Yeah, yeah it will. Uh, so we got... Um, Ron DeSantis, lots of rumors about him, the governor of the great state of Florida, is expected to possibly throw his hat in the ring for president. But it is looking more like Donald Trump is likely to run as well. So the polling organizations are busy conducting polls of the two in a head-to-head matchup. Conservative activists in Colorado have placed Governor DeSantis above Donald Trump in their preference for the nomination in 24. 71% of the vote to the former president's 67% in a straw poll. So you're seeing more polls reveal the same, a preference for DeSantis. But DeSantis, it is amazing what the left, how the left sees him. And there is a, um, he's a comedian. I I don't pay attention to him, but he's a comedian. Dean Obadila. And and I've I've seen two different pronunciations. I've never heard it pronounced. Obidala, Obidila. I don't, I've never heard of the guy, but he was on one of the big, was it CNN or MSNBC? One of those. MSNBC. Networks. Okay. And he was being interviewed. And, of course, he's a funny guy, right? But he's, he makes fun of, of politicians. That's what he does. Listen to what he says here about Ron DeSantis in this exchange gone after everyone he's gone after the, oh, the, the race lady race I for daring yeah. to go against his um uh, him on guns is speaking out against him the man is on a tear he's gone after the special olympics um is there any way to stop this he's gone after trans kids it's a full-on war at this point against anyone who opposes him Joy, you ask the most important question because for 246 years in this country the answer to that question is there any way to stop this would have been well yes you can stop it at the ballot box this November. I'm not so sure that even if the will of the voters calls to end this madness that's happening in Florida, 
it would come to pass because Florida, I don't think, is a democracy anymore. I think if Florida is truly an authoritarian state modeled after Hungary, Orban, where, by the way, the Conservative Political Action Committee had their conference this year, because in Ron DeSantis, they are trying to establish that type of authoritarian leader who will eventually run for president of the United States. Absolutely. And, Dean, I mean, there is a model for that. It's called Texas, which is also not a small de-democratic state. Even with, you know, it is very hard to vote. It is very hard to dislodge this minority rule leadership. And it almost doesn't matter what the people there want. Florida is the same thing. And the Republican Party is trying to roll that out nationwide. We're going to be seeing refugees from Florida seeking freedom coming to New York. And you're welcome here. We'd like to have you here in our state. Look, they're making it to Santa stand. It's going to be the worst Disney ride ever where he runs it. He is banning books, banning black history, banning saying the word gay, banning hormone therapy for transgender teens, which is just cruelty. His parents have to agree to it. The studies have shown that teens who are transgender who get hormone therapy, 40% less likely to commit suicide or a suicide attempt. He knows that. He doesn't care. It's cruelty. It's it's the idea like Trump, the idea, let's prey on those who are vulnerable instead of helping them. And the base, which talks about being pro-life, haha, uh, doesn't care about the sanctity of life. They don't care about children. They don't care about people in need. So look, I, I'm worried. I look at Florida. I look at Ron DeSantis being groomed to be the next grand wizard of the GOP on a national level. And we should all be alarmed by what yeah. you're trying to do in Florida nationally, very alarming. Grand Wizard of the GOP. So, folks, <laughs> when I send these videos to Rhino, often it's the first time that he's uh, experienced them. <laughs> and I like to watch his facial expressions because <laughs> I know he's looking at that stuff saying, huh? <laughs> Hate trans kids. Worst Disney ride ever. By the way, there's just going to be an influx of people from Florida up to New York. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> They're terrible. Refugees <laughs> seeking freedom in New York? <laughs> from Florida? <laughs> oh, gosh. Of course, the race lady just eggs him on. <laughs> Time for Super Talk News, Fox News. We're having fun today in the Element Well Studios. Come back with us. we got another hour, and then Super Talk Mississippi Outdoors. We'll be right back. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. I'm Karen McHugh. Some very big decisions could be forthcoming from the Supreme Court as early as today. The Supreme Court essentially always uh, adjourns by the end of June, and so uh, I I suspect the latest we could see a decision would be June 30th, which this year falls on a Thursday, could easily be that day. But in theory, it could also be as soon as today. GOP Senator Mike Lee of Utah on Fox and Friends. Ukraine's government is looking for the public's help when it comes to prosecuting their Russian invaders 
with war crimes. Crowdsourcing part of the evidence gathering. Ukrainians are uploading photos and videos documenting war crimes through a government website and even a chatbot, a telegram app on their cell phone. A team of 100 prosecutors vets the evidence to build cases. Fox's Mike Tobin in Kiev. America is listening to Fox News. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calvin Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Scammers are at it again, posing as members of law enforcement to try to get your money. Hattiesburg police want to remind residents they don't contact anyone by phone to try to collect money on unpaid fines. But that's the lie the scammer will try to get you to believe. And they may appear legitimate because they have some limited information about you. Now, these scammers will usually try to get payment through Western Union, Green Dot, or they'll try to convince you to buy a generic gift card at a retail store. If you do receive a call, like this, don't give out any bank account information or other personal information. Simply hang up and report it to your local police. A disturbing flyer was found on the steps of Union Hill Missionary Baptist Church in Hernando. It states that the old glory knights of the KKK are alive and growing in 14 states, including Mississippi. The flyer was apparently discovered May 29th. and cream ice cream. So every time you dig into that familiar creamy vanilla ice cream that's loaded with chunks of chocolate cream cookies, you can say thanks. You're more than welcome. The good old days are being made right now. are feeling our budget squeezed with inflation near a 40-year high and soaring gas prices breaking records. Florida Republican Senator Rick Scott told Fox and Friends Weekend that he's also feeling the pain at the pump, and he sounded off with his thoughts on the Biden administration's handling of the economy. It was $100 to fill up my car yesterday. How many families can afford this? 
I mean, people are going back to food banks that have never been to food banks. Uh, I mean, they they're, you know, have to go back and not retire and, and, and get a second job. This is wrong, and the Biden administration has no idea how to fix it. According to AAA, the national average for a gallon of gas today is at 486. Mississippi has reached a new record high as well at 443 per gallon. The fast lane in Jackson has the cheapest price at 379 a gallon. A Sam's Club in Madison is selling it at 414 a gallon. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. How has Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impacted your life over the last 100 years? Connecting the state through broadband service, protecting your private property, great insurance, member benefits saving your hard-earned income, and oh yes, our farms grow the cleanest and safest food in the world. Agriculture and so much more. We're what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Swing hand to sponsoring the Sanderson Farm Championship, Mississippi's largest professional sporting event, September 26th through October 2nd. Entertain your clients or prospects, reward your employees. Ball from a skybox on the 18th green. Gotta hurry. These affordable Sanderson Farm Championship packages are available through June 15th. Visit SponsorSFC.com today to learn more. That's SponsorSFC.com. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Mississippi Talkin'. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your transition now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios, kicking off a brand new week, which happens to begin on the 78th anniversary of D-Day. We've been talking about that this morning on the Ceasefire text line. As a son of a WW2 veteran who died of PTSD, I have read, watched most everything. Ike, Countdown to D-Day was the most in-depth to the planning. It is on YouTube in nine sections, nine minutes long, captivating. Appreciate that. Interesting. Is that the one where Tom Selleck plays Eisenhower? Yeah, yeah that's right. Tom Selleck. That is a really good one. That's what I've heard. I've never watched it, and I need to do it. I saw Saving Private Ryan when I was younger. This is from the ceasefire text line. And then later served in Fahula. Fallujah. Fallujah, excuse me, I didn't read it right. After serving and watching it again, it is quite possibly the closest any movie has ever come to recreating the experience of war. That's Zach from Macomb. Yeah, it, it really is incredible, I think, in that respect. Um, Spielberg, right? Yep. I mean... The man a, has a way of evoking emotion through the lens of a camera. He's an incredible storyteller with a camera. No doubt about it. Uh, you know, maybe top of my list is Schindler's List, my top of my list of all-time favorite great movies. And that's another one that, you know, you, you experience a range of emotions throughout 
the movie. And that, that seems to be what Spielberg is really good at, I think, is kind of evoking and, and testing those ranges. Because it, Saving Private Ryan sort of has a, a decent, uplifting feeling to it. And it certainly it starts out with that in that scene with uh, the veteran, right, and his family. And, and it's really him telling a story, essentially, I think, is kind of the way the movie plays out. And the scene there with his family, and he, and he asks, you know, please tell me I was a good man. Yeah, it's Private Ryan visiting. It's Private Arlington. Ryan himself, right? Uh, right, Arlington National Cemetery, uh, which is a sea of of um, headstones, right, of those who who died of serving our country. And it and it, of course, his wife says, "What do you mean? You know, it's just." And then I think that what that sort of teases is that he goes on to tell the story share that with his family. And so many of those folks, they came back and they didn't want to talk about it. Understandably so. Understandably so. I may have mentioned before, my father-in-law was um, served in the Navy, a rear gunner on a torpedo bomber. and I mean, he. I was fascinated with World War II, and, and when I first started dating my wife, of course, he was... A much younger man at the time. He passed away about 10 years ago, but he didn't want to talk about it. My wife said, I said, I, I want to I learn more. I want to know more about what he did and what his experiences were. He won't talk about it. And I finally, I didn't really pester him about it, but I very respectfully would ask him. And finally, he opened up. And I got a two-hour history lesson after that. It's just incredible when you think about it, what they endured at such a young age on top of that. They didn't think twice about it. My country's calling. i got to defend it. But you certainly understand how they, they want to put that behind them. They want to move forward in their lives. And dwelling on it would stand in the way of that Many of them couldn't. I mean, just mentally couldn't. Credible. Didn't know that. Well, thank them for that. It was Darren and Jackson, by the way, that informed us. He also says that 78 years ago, his grandfather waded ashore at Omaha Beach, dog sector, second wave, first wave, and that sector was completely wiped out. And that... That was the strategy, was it not? We just just keep pouring more out there to, to finally make our way and, and take, take inches of dirt to get to where the Germans were embedded. Yeah, it was about step 12 out of 17 at that point. And you just, to just throw as many human bodies as you could at it. But that was after all of the misdirection and all of the espionage and, and tricking the Germans and thinking it was going to be at a different location yeah. that was closer to England, a, a faster commute across the channel. And then you had the, the drop-in the night before with the paratroopers and the groundwork laid there, and they were really going to be sitting ducks if they couldn't get a foothold on the beach. Yeah, exactly. They already were, but you're right. Had they not been able to 
uh, get some sort of territory there. And that only came about because of the loss of men. And I, I don't know how they determined the sequence, but you know that the military leaders knew that, that the first dispatched were likely going to be wiped out. You know they knew that. I can't comprehend sitting in that chair and making those decisions. Can't comprehend it, honestly. I think would be hard, we would be hard-pressed to find enough men to storm the beaches of France again, says Darren in Jackson. A great, uncle's, a great uncle that stormed Normandy died about a month later at, is that St. Louis? St. Lowe. St. Lowe, excuse me. I'm not familiar. Help me out. I believe it's a small town in France. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, it had a bridge that was important. Okay. And this individual on the ceasefire text line actually sent us a photo of the headstone. Private Ellison E. Flaherty was 22 years old. Wow. Died on July 13th, just a few days later, as um, the texter informed us. Yeah, the Battle of San Lo took place between July 7th and 19th, 1944. Uh, after the invasion of Normandy, it was targeted by the Americans as it served as just a strategic crossroads. Okay. So it was integral to the to the strategy. And that Samuel Beckett reported on it and uh, became known as the capital of ruins because of how much damage was done to the city. Wow. 95% of the city was destroyed. Man. Michael from Sebastopol says, my uncle was a Green Beret. He wouldn't tell me anything either. I mean, you can't blame him. You really can't. Eric in Philadelphia. Suicide mission. America Braves with American flag emojis included. Agree. I guess those aren't emojis. They could be, though. They evoke emotion. They're just little graphics of the flag waving. Appreciate that, Eric. If anyone wants to know what the greatest generation was like, look up the story of Jack Lucas, the youngest, that's L-U-C-A-S, the youngest Medal of Honor winner of World War II. No way kids today would do what he did. Kevin and Monticello, they are called the greatest generation for a reason. So agree with you there, Kevin. I really do. And, you know, we should not rush to any conclusion with respect to those who currently serve in our military. I think within the ranks, I really do. There are lots of brave individuals that that uh, would give their life. I mean, do everything they possibly could as they sign up for that to defend their country. The issue I have that we've talked about so much is how the brass in the military seems to have forgotten what the mission of the military is and is more concerned about all this wokeism. That's what drives me crazy, and I think it does a lot of other Americans as well, honestly. But God bless all of them who sign up, wear the uniform, and are willing to go into harm's way to protect their country. But today's a special day in that it's the 78th anniversary of D-Day. What a day that was. Gosh, can only imagine. 
Stay with us as we've got uh, Van Halen bumping us out of this segment. We'll come right back on Middays in the Element Well Studios. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 71. Your Tuesday, sunny skies and hot, high near 95. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 72. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 95. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. I'm Michael Guest. To get America back on the right track, we must return to conservative policies and principles. That means protecting our constitutional rights, liberties, and freedom. Getting government out of the way so our economy can grow. To stop inflation and bring down prices. I'm honored to serve as your congressman, and I'm asking for your vote on June the 7th. With your support, we will put America first, now and for our children's future. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97. Mississippi. Let's go.
come back. Midday, Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Well Studios. Kevin from Baldwin says, I think regarding the part where Private Ryan asked his wife, please tell me that I was a good man. That, that was in the opening scene in the uh, cemetery there, Normandy. Because he knew all of them or a lot of the people out in the cemetery gave their life to save his. Yeah, I think there was some, I agree with you on that, Kevin, a rare agreement between Kevin and me here. That's fine. <laughs> I do think that that's kind of what he was thinking, feeling a, maybe a bit guilty, that, which is very a very common emotion from those who've served and, and lost their buddies or or others serving with them. But the survivor's guilt had to be especially tough for Private Ryan, considering an entire group was sent after him and him alone to save him. little unique. And honestly, did anybody even know the story until Spielberg dug it up, told it? Not sure, huh? I mean, he... I remember hearing the story of the brothers that all served in the Navy. The Sullivan brothers, I yes. believe, right? Five of them. Yes. And I... I, I think I got this right. There was perhaps a, a rule. There was a rule implemented after. Afterwards, there, right? Yeah. About brothers serving in the, I don't know, the same ship. Separating them. Yeah, keeping them separate so that one family wouldn't suffer that kind of loss in the event of, a, of an attack where somebody lost their life. Yeah, incredible. And all of them, I believe, volunteered, all went off to serve. Sullivan Brothers, as I recall. I've seen photos of them together, you know, in their, I want to say in their naval dress blues there. So, um, yeah, I think that's right, uh, Kevin, that there was, it was, as Rhino said, survivor's guilt that was running through his head. And best thing I guess he could do, he felt, was be a good man. You know, my gosh, these people sacrifice to save my life, best thing I can do is give back by being a good American citizen, good man. And we were reminded by uh, somebody on the ceasefire text line from the 240. Yeah. At the end, Tom Hanks' character did tell him to earn this. Okay. Got you. I remember that now. Okay. Right. That would be his sergeant, right, or or lieutenant, was he, Hanks? Can't he remember. was the leader of the group going of to the, search for him. Yeah, yeah. correct. He, and he was tasked with that. Correct. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Look into the book, The Bedford, also on the 240 ceasefire text line. Look into the book, The Bedford Boys, about men from near my hometown, Bedford, Virginia. D-Day nearly decimated their male population. How about that? Interesting. Interesting story, William and Brandon tells us. I had two great uncles from Jackson at Normandy. Never knew one another until some years later they married my great aunts. Only then did they meet. As a child, we were told not to ask questions about their scarred-up arms because they were shell-shocked. We didn't know we didn't know what that meant at the time, but we now know that and refer to it as PTSD. I actually remember that term as well, William. Shell-shocked is what we used to call it back then. Yeah, I believe that terminology originated in World War I okay. to deal with the 
psychological stresses of trench warfare and to, to put a name to it, to, to what we now know as PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. But I want to say by the time World War II came around, it was called battle fatigue. That's right. Sounds right. So it's kind of progressed through the years into now what we call post-traumatic post-traumatic stress syndrome. Is that right? Stress disorder. Stress disorder. Excuse me. <laughs> Didn't get the D right. My bad. Uh, just got a notification. Want to pass this on that the Supreme Court issued its rulings today. Did not rule in the Dobbs case. So they got a month left, I believe, in the term. The ruling is expected to come by either late June or July. That's just hot off the press. So it didn't come out. What's there on some sort of schedule, right? Um, is it Mondays or Thursdays? Yeah, they release on Mondays. Yeah. But it's, is it every Monday? Maybe it is. Uh, it can be. It doesn't have to be. Okay. Hmm. So, anyhow, I'm sure that a lot of folks were on the edge of their seat, waiting for a ruling on that very high-profile case. That did not happen today. Do you remember in the Supreme Court, when they hand down a ruling, they hand it down in person on paper, and the pages of the interns or whoever it is grab it and run out to the steps to the news people. Yeah, that's right. Still how they do it. Just huh? a dead sprint. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we'll be waiting around for that because we're running out of time, as they say. Running out of time. Pivot a little bit here. Appreciate all the conversation about D-Day. I think it's good and it's it, it's appropriate for us to discuss that and show our gratitude and remember the uh, very brave that went into harm's way there. Golly, incredible. Just those scenes from Private Ryan, because really we don't have much else other than that. Some still photos. I don't know if there's any official live video floating around. There are, I want to say, if I can remember correctly, there are 27 frames of video footage that have been discovered from the D-Day landings. Okay. And I want to say more than half of those constitute the video that you can find of a soldier running on the beach and then falling as he shot. But okay. there's very little video from that invasion. Yeah, I mean, it just didn't exist back then, and and uh, folks weren't didn't have that sort of technology. Anyhow, so we kind of have to rely on, I think, to a great extent, is what still photos and, and accounts Spielberg and producers and the filmmakers relied on to recreate best they could. And as we've seen on our text line today, folks who have relatives that served said it was pretty dang accurate, the exception being the sound and the smells, which you can't recreate in a movie. And that's one thing. You you hear a lot of hate on social media about social media, about how it's tearing the country apart, it's being divisive, it's this, that, or the other. One silver lining on social media's existence is the way that Families of veterans, families of those who have served can connect and provide each other with access to pictures, still photos of their family members that they never would have had. Yeah. Like, for instance, I saw over the weekend, there's a picture of they had his his name, his unit, his rank, everything 
and it was a picture of him crossing a bridge in Germany that had been destroyed, carrying a little German girl on his back. And his family had never seen that picture before it was uploaded and put on social media with his information. But because they were able to search for his name, they were able to find his picture of his service. Wow. Well, that's... So that's a, a a benefit, a huge benefit of social media that didn't exist before. You just wonder. Yeah, because, I mean, before social media, how in the world would you have no ever way. known that picture existed of your relative? You, you wouldn't, I don't think. How, how many folks have cross-connected with family members or other just lost friends and so forth with whom they've had no contact? I, I've experienced that. I think most people have. So it's like we've discussed so many times. There are very good and beneficial aspects, mostly, of novel, innovative technology. And then there are, of course, those who will use it for nefarious purposes. It's just the way almost anything like that is. We were talking earlier with Don McVeigh from the National Federation of Independent Small Businesses about uh, how inflation is impacting her members, and it certainly is all of us. We're all feeling the the pinch, but something that the Wall Street Journal noted a couple of days ago, the editorial board, is, is just how so many economists got it wrong. Turns out 17, 17 Nobel Prize winning economists all predicted that inflation would be, quote, transitory. 17. Does it somewhat kind of diminish the meaning, the value, the significance of such an award when you get that wrong? 17? And you got the Nobel Prize? Like, you're supposed to be the best of the best. I don't hear any Nobel Prize physicians getting contradicted or corrected Uh, true or not physicians physicists physicists right that's where the award is yeah we'll take a break right here on middays half an hour left and then super top mississippi outdoors from the element well studios From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bathfitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bathfitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Fitter.com. How can RJ Young help you with digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology? RJ Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com.
This is Joe Rooks. Create your own Gravely Zero Turn More package and save big at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Pick your Gravely More, pick your trailer for as low as $97 a month. And for just $10 a month more, you can add a steel, trimmer, blower, and chainsaw. Plus, 0% interest. Revel is Mississippi's largest Gravely dealer. And that means great selection, savings, and service. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook. Revel and Gravely, brands you can trust. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. The only way to protect you and your family from the current wave of gun violence is for you to be mentally and physically prepared to confront it. The only way to do that is proper instruction, training, and practice with a professional firearms instructor. Boondocks FTA is the place to learn or become more efficient in your firearm skills. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and visit us at boondocksfta.com. I'm Michael Cassidy. Tuesday's Republican primary isn't just a choice between Congressman Guest and myself. It's your chance to say no to the January 6th commission that Guest voted for, to say no to the billion dollars that Guest gave Planned Parenthood, and to say no to Guest sending over $50 billion to Ukraine while Americans are suffering at home. Please vote for me, Michael Cassidy, and say yes to our conservative Mississippi values in Tuesday's Republican primary. I'm Michael Cassidy, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Cassidy for Congress. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Scammers are at it again, posing as members of law enforcement to try to get your money. Hattiesburg police want to remind residents they don't contact anyone by phone to try to collect money on unpaid fines. But that's the lie the scammer will try to get you to believe. And they may appear legitimate because they have some limited information about you. Now, these scammers will usually try to get payment through Western Union, Green Dot, or they'll try to convince you to buy a generic gift card at a retail store. If you do receive a call, like this, don't give out any bank account information or other personal information. Simply hang up and report it to your local police. A disturbing flyer was found on the steps of Union Hill Missionary Baptist Church in Hernando. It states that the old glory knights of the KKK are alive and growing in 14 states, including Mississippi. The flyer was apparently discovered May 29th. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. 
Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. Thanks for joining us on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Debbie from Ocean Springs on the ceasefire text line sent us a screenshot of an account entitled uh, an infantryman's account of the sappers on D-Day, 6 June 1944. And so, yeah, it's a pretty descriptive series there of uh, comments and description of what that individual actually experienced. And it's, I believe it's anonymous, Infantryman's Account, 6 June 1944. Appreciate that, uh, Debbie. Also, Sam from Mount Hermon says, the reason we don't have any film is because it was lost overboard during the battle. Yeah, I, I can see that being the case, Sam. And again, I think that's just another situation where we just didn't have the technology at big old kludgy. Uh, devices that required physical film to uh, record and to produce video. So, yeah, that that makes sense. Then maybe they just thought, we'll just get best we can, knowing that that was a risk to do it. And I guess when it was all said and done, just wasn't much left. But also someone pointed out that the, uh, the Saving Private Ryan itself is is not actually a true story. Well, the, the 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 names and the characters are fictitious, but it is actually based on a uh, a true account, something that actually did happen uh, in the war. And by the way, Tom Hanks was a captain. He played the role of a captain in that situation. So I got curious about that. I couldn't remember what he what his uh, rank was. Uh, anyhow, it's a. Uh, Somebody else said, um, where is it that we should go visit the memorial in, was it Smith County? I missed that somewhere. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's Kevin and Monticello. If you want to see something special, go. go to the Smith County Courthouse in Raleigh and look at their war memorial. Gotcha. Appreciate that, Kevin. I wasn't aware. I know there are lots of these memorials that are kind of in places you wouldn't expect them that lots of small communities took upon themselves to erect. And they're, uh, I guess, a little out of the way, and they're usually in, in a lot of times, not usually, but a lot of times can be found in smaller towns where there's just not a lot of population. Yeah, interesting. Appreciate that, uh, Kevin. I was talking a minute ago about 17 economists. So, that that's, by the way, predicted that inflation would be Transitory all receive 
the Nobel Prize in economics. And they represent really a who's who of what would be considered the top universities in this country, certainly with the top programs in economics and business, Georgetown, Princeton, MIT, Harvard. Uh, Harvard has two. Princeton has two. Princeton has three. Stanford, Yale, University of Chicago, Cal Berkeley, Columbia, NYU. They blew it. They missed it. They missed it. And so did Secretary of the Treasury Janet Yellen. Maybe they ought to give those Nobel Prizes back. There's money there, too, isn't there? Right? It's the whole deal. Pretty sure it's a million bucks. Okay. So they ought to return that money. They didn't earn it. It's incredible. So you got the Wall Street Journal editorial board that's pushing back on them, and and, uh, they're the ones that provided this list of all the economists who said transitory. They also, we should point out, they endorsed the Biden economic agenda in an open letter to the president they signed off on in September of 21. I want to say that we may have called attention to that on the program. There was some, you remember something like that? Uh, no, I'm just laughing because I dug a little deeper into the Nobel Prize, and apparently okay. the great-grandnephew of Peter Nobel, or excuse me, of Ludwig Nobel, Peter yep. Nobel is the great-grandnephew. Yep. He accuses the Nobel people of awarding prizes that his family never intended to award because they never cared about economics. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, gosh. I did not know that. That is interesting there. Huh. Quote, there is nothing to indicate that he would have wanted such a prize. <laughs> Quote, Nobel despised people who cared more about profits than society's well-being. Oh, yeah, those dirty economists. (laughs) And the final quote, it's a, quote, PR coup by economists to improve their reputation. (laughs) Oh, good grief. (laughs) I swear. Just get crazy. Crazy. Speaking of... It is kind of crazy that you you get the same award, the same medal, the same recognition for econ- economics that you do for discovering, oh, there's a black hole at the middle of the Milky Way. Very true. That is, that is weird. It's, it's pretty wide range there, right? Recognitions. So, on the, uh, on the subject of doing good for humanity... There is a a report about a recent cancer trial where every patient who received this particular treatment, every patient, there are a total of 30 expected to be in the trial. So far, 12 have participated. Every patient went into remission. And this was published uh, just last week in the New England Journal of Medicine. In the actually it's 18 of 30, 12 remaining. I had it backwards. I'm going to attempt to pronounce the name of the therapy, the treatment itself. I believe it is a drug. Dostarlimab, D-O-S-T-A-R-L-I-M-A-B. Not sure what that is, but the 18 patients were treated for colorectal cancer. And one of those 
is two years out from treatment in the trial and is still cancer-free. Interesting. Dr. Andrea Sersik, an oncologist at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center, and another author of the paper described a lot of happy tears, that's in quotes, at the end of the trial. So this is good news. Dostarlamab. I think I said that right. And it is an anti-PD-1 monoclonal antibody. It was administered every three weeks for six months in patients with mismatched repair deficient stage 2 or 3 rectal adenocarcinoma. The treatment was to be followed by standard chemoradiotherapy and surgery. So what it does, this is interesting, Rhino, what it apparently does is it unmasks the cancer cells, allowing the natural immune system to identify and destroy the cancer cells. That's, a, that's quite a novel approach there. So it, so it doesn't destroy the cancer cells. It, it somehow changes them, adjusts them, such that your natural immune system can destroy the cancer cells. No idea how long they've been working on that. I guess it's a while. Sounds like a fairly complicated process. But nonetheless, just wanted to pass that on. I think that's a bit of good news and, and another, another situation where human innovation is out there leveraging all the tools available to produce good, positive results. Apparently, uh, for the breakthrough first occurred in summer of 2020. Okay. And they've been testing since to confirm their yeah. initial results. But, and so 18, and they say they're going to do 30. I don't know if that's the, the minimum required for a, a trial to be considered valid. Uh, but nonetheless, all 18 responding positively? It's got to be a pretty strong indicator right there. You would think somebody, just based on the nuances of uh, physiology, would perhaps not have had a positive response. But that, that's really good news, really good stuff. I can't find the official start of the research, but it looks like the first big push for it was in 2016, and they made the first breakthrough in 2020, and now they've got 18 of 30 in remission. So okay. They can yeah. progress pretty quickly. That's awesome. That's very good news. We'll, we'll keep on that. Kent and Brandon says the War Memorial in Columbia, Mississippi. I assume Kent means is really something to see. I've actually heard that, Kent. I've got uh, a couple of friends from the area that have stated that as well, passed that on as well. Uh, let's see here. Stanley and Lafayette says, My father was a decorated war veteran. I tried to find out what he did to earn his medals. He had five. I had yet to obtain that info. I was told there was a fire and most of the records were destroyed. Wow. Yeah, you know, my I think I've shared before, my father-in-law was uh, received the Distinguished Flying Cross and was up for the Medal of Honor, but because they didn't want to award it to his entire squadron, the rest of them that were up for it, decided not to unless they could all get it. And that's how they end up with the Distinguished Flying Cross. And I just, again, think there's a lot of those folks out there. Not many left from World War II. They're all aging out, of course, in their 90s, some, over 100. Wow. God bless them. Final segment before Super Talk Mississippi Outdoors comes your way. Stay with us.
sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The EPA announced final renewable fuel standard volumes for 2020 to 2022 on Friday, giving corn ethanol a bit of a boost from a December 2021 proposal. The EPA finalized a package of renewable fuel standard volumes on Friday that makes retroactive cuts to corn ethanol for 2020 and sets corn ethanol at below 15 billion gallons also for 2021. The Biden administration, however, restored corn ethanol to 15 billion gallons for 2022, and with total biofuel gallons set at 20.6 billion gallons, the 2022 number was set slightly lower than the proposed 20.7 billion gallons in December of 2021. EPA Administrator Michael Reagan pointed to the 2022 numbers, saying the RFS volumes would reduce reliance on foreign oil and provide consumers a choice at the fuel pumps. I'm Dixon Williams, this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> I-, I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Overlook Farms. Hello, sir. Do you have a minute to chat about the beef jerky of the month? A minute? <laughs> I've got hours. What? Because Ingenia Herbicide from BASF has the lowest use rate, I covered more soybean acres more efficiently. If now's not a good time... Thanks to Ingenia Herbicide, I've got plenty of time. What flavors you got? Oh, we've got barbecue, jalapeno... Ingenia Herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Every application of Ingenia Herbicide requires the use of a pH-buffering adjuvant. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow labels. 
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. The great Jimi Hendrix with a little purple haze. Ed from New Hope sent us a list of uh, Mississippians that have a date of death who served in um, World War II, whose date of death was June 6, 1944, today. The sources for the names are from the American Battle Monuments Commission and the National Archives. Below are the counties of eight of the 11 names on the list. Three of the names do not have a county listing. Beasley, Wilkinson County, Bowman, Clark, Duke, Tallahatchie, Hawkins, Hawkins, Lafayette, Henson, Clark, Sandifer, Hines, Thurman, Tippa, Tubbs, Tunica. Appreciate that, Ed, and glad to give them the recognition they deserved for giving their life to protect uh, the freedoms we enjoy in this country. And that's what we've been talking about most of uh, the day today. I think it's appropriate to do so. Also been talking a little bit about economic matters, and we'll touch on that a bit before we go today. Over the weekend, the White House painted a rather rosy picture economically, continued to shirk any responsibility for inflation, the price of gas, the baby formula shortage. And we just talked earlier in the program about Dwight D. Eisenhower, the general of the Army, Rhino had pointed out that he had already drafted his remarks, should we fail in our efforts on D-Day 78 years ago today. And uh, in his remarks, it can be found that he 100% took personal responsibility. And we were discussing how that seems to have kind of been extracted out of society. We don't see as many leaders that are just quick to accept and acknowledge personal responsibility. Heck, we got people on the left that tell us that Personal individual responsibility is an element of white supremacy. Consider the nuttiness of that. But old Transportation Secretary, wonder boy Pete Buttigieg, he, of course, said that things are great. He says, look at where the administration began, where there was a very real risk of recession, if not depression, said Secretary Pete. That was on ABC's This Week. He goes on to say, the fact that unemployment is as low as it is right now would not have happened, I believe, if it were not for the actions that the president took. So he's lauding the president for his economic policies, and Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo 
told CNN's State of the Union that while inflation and other problems are serious, the overall state of the economy was stronger than at any point since the onset of the pandemic. America is back to work. Wages are increasing. The labor market is strong, and people have not been thrown out of their homes. So the fallacy in that assertion is that while it is absolutely true that job growth has been rather consistent and sustained, we are not back to the level of labor participation and people working in this country that we were pre-pandemic. We just had Don McVeigh from the NFIB on the program a couple of hours ago, and point blank asked her, what was she hearing from her members in terms of their sentiments and their outlook? And she said they're all pessimistic, that they're not optimistic, I think is the way she described it, about the future. And how can you be when every single day you get up and it's a higher price at the pump and your suppliers are increasing their cost to you and you're finding it difficult to get labor? without hitting the hip and paying more for it, and you're struggling with, gee, how much of this can I absorb and and sustain my business, and how much can I pass on to consumers, and if I do so, how much demand does that destroy? Is this another situation where cabinet bureaucrats are just out of touch with reality here? It sure seems like it. And Buddha judge out of touch with reality? No. <laughs> Say it ain't so. Well, it started with nominating all these people to serve in the cabinet totally based on physical attributes and not experience, qualifications, performance, resume, etc., future value creation for the country. None of that entered into the decisions. It's pretty clear. It's just like on a chessboard. One of them, one of those, one of these. All about what you are, not who you are, and thus the march to mediocrity. We're out of time here today. Super Talk Mississippi Outdoors is coming your way next. We, however, will be back with you again tomorrow in the Element Well Studios. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Mississippi Media Production.